Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Welcome back to the channel. Uh, we got a lot of things going on, a lot of things that ain't gonna be going on, but uh, it's the new year. We in 2024, goodness gracious. Um, I remember 2014, I remember 2004. God damn, I remember, well, I don't remember 1994, not like that. But speaking of 1994, I do remember one thing. That was a good transition. I wasn't even thinking of that. I'm just a national, uh, uh, natural, not a national, but I'm a, I could be a natural, national transitioner. Um, I'll let you boy. Speaking of 1994, right? I do have one memory. We was in Shell Met. I could have told this story before. We was in a Schwagman's. I don't know if you know where y'all from. Where y'all at? What state y'all in? But Schwagman's was a grocery store we had in in New Orleans, and uh, it was like um, you know, equivalent to Win Dixie. You know what I mean? The so we, we ain't had that many. I'm trying to think of the. I can only think of two Schwagman. We had a Schwagman off of. I think that was is that Louisa? It's right there by the bridge when you go into the to the projects and the night wall. Is that? It's not Almanaster. Is that Louisa? But y'all know where, if you're from New Orleans, you know where I'm talking about. It's right there from the bridge. It's in between the Chef Bridge and the, 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 the I think that's Louisa. The Claiborne. It could be, that ain't Claiborne. Is that Louisa? Whatever it is. It was a swagman right there. Last time I checked, it still ain't nothing. That motherfucker ain't been nothing but a swagman. That swagman closed in like 96. Um, That's a, that's, for, we gonna we gonna go. That's New Orleans infrastructure for you, right? So, of course, I stay in Texas now, right? I stay in Houston to be specific, and you could tell about progression in a city. You can really tell about when a city is about their business and when businesses is about the city. First of all, if you're from New Orleans, you can remember specific buildings that was abandoned for like 10, 20 years. Imagine, bro, if you're from Houston, if you're from any major city, imagine a a, a huge building, a huge piece of real estate. I'm slacking my hands. I hope y'all hear it because I'm so uh, riled up. Imagine a huge building or a huge piece of real estate that used to be a grocery store, that used to be a retail store, that used to be a movie theater, that used to be a hotel. And imagine that bitch just be empty, just be nothing. Once they move out, nobody else come in there for like 10, 20 years. <laughs> so if y'all remember if uh, off a of canal, the Krauss building, that Krauss, I don't know what it is now. I ain't been... Uh, downtown New Orleans in a while. Whenever I go in, I go to my people house and we go down there. There's no reason for me to go to Canal Street, Bourbon Street. Uh, I, them days is done. The Cross Building was abandoned. I feel like 25 years. If y'all remember the Joy, uh, I don't know if it's still a Joy again, but the Joy was abandoned for a long ass time. That building that's on Canal across from the Popeyes, it was a Woolworth. That Woolworth was abandoned for buku long. If you think of the hotel, remember the hotel they knocked down, and um, 
I believe it's the hotel they knocked down and they killed people in it. Construction workers died in it and they just left from there. That's just New Orleans. Uh, trifling the, the city government. Is. They just left these people there. They didn't go in the rubble, try to retrieve their bodies for their families. They just left from there. That's the hotel, whatever that hotel is by the bridge, that shit was there forever, abandoned. This swagman, nobody ever got that bitch back. They just left this hotel. Imagine that in Houston. Imagine an infrastructure or a building that didn't get swallowed up. I can think of one. I can think of one. And I think it's just bad. I just thought of one. I just thought of one. On Westheimer and Fountainview, where the H-E-B was, that motherfucker's still up. Now, maybe the building is so big and it's Westheimer. And businesses on Westheimer are very fickle, especially on that part of, like, between Fountainview and, like, I would say the Voss Dunville, Fountainview to Dunville. Everything is that wishy-washy because sometimes you can have a abandoned Walgreens. Uh, uh, like, for instance, this H-E-B. What H-E-B did is they moved back. They moved back two blocks into the actual part of the neighborhood. They're not on the on on West Thomas, one of the busiest streets in, in Houston. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to stuff like y'all know, like everybody who listens to me is from these places where I'm talking. But if you is, you know what I'm talking about. They moved the H-E-B, a huge grocery store. They moved the two blocks back. And I swear that H-E-B ain't been replaced yet. Maybe it's just bad business. Maybe it's just on that street. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's ways to get in. The, the parking looks comfortable. Maybe it's too big of a building. Anyway. 1994, we in Shelmet. This could be 95. I'm pretty sure it's 94. Me and my older cousin. And... My auntie, my uncle, we out there all the way Shelmet. Shelmet's way is, is outside of, of New Orleans, right? But we we didn't have like, for instance, when I was growing up, we didn't have Walmart like that. We had like one Walmart, and the one Walmart was all the way in Shelmet. I think we maybe had two, but it's like 40, 45 minutes outside the city. Imagine having to go to Walmart on some farm town shit, forty minutes away. You know what I mean? That's what we had to do back in the day. Um, Back when people actually wanted to go to CC's Pizza, when people was like, oh, shit, a buffet pizza place. We was going crazy. Like, man, we can get buffet pizza? I was losing my mind. That shit was 45 minutes out the city. So this swagman in particular, we out there. And um, this back in the day, I used to, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know the candy. You know that they got the candy aisles. I didn't know the candy you have to pay for it. Because I'm, I'm a kid. I'm a Damn, I have a, a young kid who pays for candy by the pound. Like, knowing that, uh, that I'm older, I'm like, damn, y'all could have bought me some candy by the pound. The shit ain't that, the shit ain't expensive, man. Candy by the pound, shit like $6. You can put a five and a one together and get a nigga a pound full of candy. We'd have been gravy. But I didn't know that you have to pay for candy. So I used to, whenever I go in the grocery store, I used to eat the candy in the, I used to give me a butterscotch and a little strawberry candy. Y'all know the strawberry with the strawberry wrapper. I used to get the strawberry uh, candy and I used to get a butterscotch candy because I like butterscotch words is original. I'm that type of nigga. I'm real old school. I'm, I'm old now, but I'm real still real old school. Man, I'll green listen, nigga. Um, so we in there and it's this machine. And I'll never forget the machine is by the produce. It's kind of where you walk in. So we kind of see the machine. When I walk in, I'm like, damn, what is that? I thought it was like an arcade at first. And I, so I'm like asking my cousin for a quarter. As we walk past, he's like, man, we got to keep going. Because he's just a little bit older than me. He probably a, a, 
he probably a teenager, uh, uh, you know, 15, 16 at this point. I can't, I can't really remember. He probably like 14. And, um, I'm probably like seven, eight. So I see this machine when we walk in, we walk past, we kind of get, we, we didn't get lost. We, we split up from now and it was like, yo, we out. And I go back to this machine by myself and he there with me and I didn't have a football team. Because I hated the Saints growing up. I never liked the Saints. The Saints was trash. I never knew why everybody liked the Saints. I could, you know, I get it. It's a city thing now. But I never liked the Saints ever, ever in my life. Never liked the Saints. Never was a fan. Never was like a fan and then got another team. I never liked the Saints, right? So I go there and I'm looking and this is my brand. I'm like, man, I finally get to pick a team and I get to pick one brand new. So I, 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 I'll skip past the point. I look at the machine, it's not okay, and they say Jacksonville Jaguars, they say Carolina Panthers. And I see that their new expansion team is going to be for football. We big football heads, even when I was a kid, I always been in the, in the, in the, to, into the foosball, right? So, I get it, you can make a sticker. So, I like print a sticker. It, I pr- hit it, and I print it, it printed it right out. I printed out a uh jacksonville sticker and i printed out a panther sticker i took the panthers one my cousin took the jacksonville one so i'm like okay this is gonna be my new team so in that in that grocery store in shellman louisiana in a random machine where you could just print a sticker i printed like a, a big ass sticker and i just printed it out and i grabbed it and i bought it and we found them and then we get to the the checkout line we find out you got to pay for the stickers. <laughs> so they have to pay for the stickers. Now, Grant, I just said niggas ain't want to buy a $6 candy. So now they got to pay for some stickers that we just randomly printed out. Why you don't let niggas pay for their stickers before you print it out? I don't know, but I guess this is the scam. But they wasn't too happy about having to pay for this sticker, these stickers. So that's when I chose the Carolina Panthers as my team. And I've had her many a time, many a chances. I I actually, in the rule book, in the fan rule book, the invisible rule book, I would be given a pass for as much trials and tribulations that I've gone through rooting for this team. I actually should be, I should be knighted for still sticking with this team through Kerry Collins, through Jake DeLone, through Rodney Pete, through Derek Anderson, through uh through all the quarterbacks, Sam Donald, through whatever's going on right now, trash. Through one in fifteen season, Chris Winky. We won the first game. We beat Minnesota. I was so hyped. This is like two thousand. Excuse me, maybe like two thousand one, two thousand. I remember sitting in class and I was so hyped the first week. We beat Minnesota, and I'm it's Minnesota. It's Moss, Chris. I'm like, yo, Drake Reed. I'm like, yo, we beat Minnesota. Oh, it's Super Bowl time. We got Chris Winkett, 29 year old rookie. I'm like, this old nigga's about to lead us to 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 the heavens. We lose 15 straight. Win one in 15 at you. Win one in 15 at you. So this year, where we is is trash. This is not even the worst. Carolina Panther season. Actually, there's some seasons that it is so bad. Jake DeLome, six turnovers against the Arizona Cardinals when we could have went to the Super Bowl and beat the Steelers easily. We could have beat the Steelers. This nigga had six turnovers against the Cardinals and gave away the game. You want to talk about 
Mr. Parlay himself, this nigga Jake DeLong, gave the game away. I think he either had five turnovers, he had six turnovers. But this nigga threw like five, four, five picks, and a, he gave up a fumble. A fumble. It's worse than any. It's worse than both of the Super Bowl losses, to be quite honest. Because we was gonna play the. It was an Arizona Steelers Super Bowl. What? That's an easy dub. That's an easy dub. But I make this decision, and let me tell you what. I don't make good sports decisions. <laughs> I don't make good sports decisions. So let me get to the other sports team. Only got two sports teams. Baseball, I'm going to stay neutral. Even though um, I have, I could just pick a random team. I, I'd rather stay neutral because I'm feeling like, and then because, you know, you older, you can, you can, you can logicize. Logicize is not a word, but you can use logic and logicize things. And I feel like I, I'll enjoy baseball just more as a fan. Because that way, I can hate on everybody, and it won't even matter. Yeah, when the, Lakers, when the Yankees lose, trash. When the Astros lose, trash. Whoever loses in the World Series, you trash. Your pitcher, he gave up a home run, he trash. Boston Red Sox just gave up, a, who got a pitcher, who gave up uh, 41 home runs, and they paying the 20 million, trash. So I get to do that. And it's so neutral, it's so good. I get just, I just feel so good. But basketball, right? So I never, I was never a basketball guy in the '90s when Jordan was doing it. I was a Jordan fan. All of us. Let me, let me set this. Let me set the, set it straight. Everybody you know that was alive in the '90s that was alive to even be able to look at a TV. Now you're not alive like, you know, you drinking Similac. I'm talking about you can look at the TV and see what's on TV, not comprehend. And like when you, you get in your teens and your 20s and, and fit, not that part. But you can look at TV and you can be like, man, that's my favorite play. Everybody was a Jordan fan. Unless you was in New York. Because remember, we didn't have a team. Uh, New Orleans didn't have no teams in the 90s. The New Orleans Jazz left a long time ago. So we went a long time with no team. So when you got no team, you just kind of root for everybody. Everybody was Jordan fans. I'm just saying that. But I didn't pick the Chicago Bulls as my team. Because I didn't feel like I could rep Chicago. And this is another thing I want to get into. Uh, what I feel about college. I feel like in college, I don't I don't watch college at all. I'm going to start getting into it just to hate. I'm not going to pick a team on that either. But I feel like in, in college sports, if that ain't your hometown team or your home state team, or you ain't go there, you can't root. You can't be from Texas and be a Duke fan. I just don't get that. I don't. Of course, you can be that. I just don't get that. Why are you a Duke fan? Why they they way up there? Most people don't even know what state Duke is in. They way up there. How you a Duke? How you from a uh, Boogaloosa? But you a Duke fan? I, I I never get that with sports. Bama fans. How you a Bama fan? You from? California, you never even been to Alabama. You from Washington State. Why you don't rep the Huskies? You from Cali. And and you got USC there, you got UCLA there, whoever, Stanford. I don't I can't name everybody there. You repping Bama? You would never go to Bama. You seen how Bama look? Get off that. But so in the nineties, I didn't have a team. And I didn't watch basketball, I just watched Jordan. And in the two thousands, I didn't watch basketball. Really at all. So I didn't see none of the Hornets games. I didn't watch the Hornets. 
I was doing a lot of other shit in the 2000s and the late 90s, 2000s, uh, and even the, the late 2000s. I was doing some other shit. But when we lost, no, after Katrina, when I thought we was going to lose every team, I thought we was going to lose the Saints. I'm saying we because, you know, I'm just, a, just New Orleans. I thought they was going to lose the Saints, the city. And it was going to lose the Pelicans. Uh, it wasn't the Pelicans. It was the Hornets then. So when I found out we wasn't, and I found out Jordan was taking the name back, and they came to Pelicans, which is just a, a weird name, but it's the state bird, I decided to become a New Orleans Pelicans fan. Awful. Another awful, awful decision. And it's awful because New Orleans Pelicans is like, Being a, a Pelicans fan is like, it's not even, we, we've been in a second round like one time. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a general, who people call a generational player. People compare Anthony Davis, they, they did back then, the Tim Duncan. He was the next Tim Duncan. And statistically, you can see that he can put up big stats. But you can also can say that for any really good player that is on a team by itself that's trash. For instance, DeMarcus Cousins, the Kings was trash. DeMarcus Cousins was averaging like 28-13, 28-15. Kay Cunningham, the, the Pistons is trash, but Kay Cunningham is probably averaging like 25 or whatever he's averaging right now. Because Charles Barkley called it being a studio gangster. When you're paying on the team by yourself and you're one of the only good players, you get all the shots anyway. You get all the calls. You get all the shots. You get it all. So, I'm, 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 I became a Pelicans fan, and I'm watching all the playoffs. I'm, and I'm talking late, the 2010s is when I really started to become a Pelicans fan. You know, 2010, 11, 12 is when I really started to get into the to the to the city type of mode again. Right? Still a Panthers fan. Still holding strong. And we we been the second round one time is when we swept the Trailblazers and lost to the Warriors. Every loss we had when Anthony Davis in the playoffs was to the Warriors because we was always an eight seed. And the one time we was a seven seed, we played Portland, who was a two seed that year. And then we beat Portland, and we had to play the Warriors again, who beat us again. So we probably lost to the Warriors like three times, but we only been in the playoffs like three times. You know what I mean? So. We wasn't even going to the playoffs like that. AD leave. We get hope. We get the number one pick, and we get Zion Williamson. And um, I made plenty of videos about the, just the disappointment of the team, again, for the last maybe four or five years. Because, again, we, we, we're at that point where we're not even going to the playoffs. And when we go, we lose to, to Phoenix. We took Phoenix to six. It was a very competitive playoffs. But we didn't even have our best player. You see what I mean? So, being a fan is, is really fucking tough. I say all that to say this. This gave you a backstory, hell of a backstory. To say this. In 2024, if you are a person like me, and you're getting into a sport, like I got into baseball recently, last two, three years. And I know it's tough 
if you've been watching football, basketball especially, any sport, and you've been into it for so many years. For instance, I just told y'all, Carolina, 1994. Nigga, you know how far, how long ago that was? 1994, we in 2024. That's a long-ass time ago that I was a kid. And I became a Carolina Panthers fan. So at any age, whatever age you is right now, and you in the sports, your team is trash, you don't get to enjoy now. I ain't get to enjoy no championship yet. The motherfucker Tampa Bay Buccaneers ain't got to enjoy two rings. If if you was in the nineties, you know how bad Tampa, Tampa Bay is one of the. They probably still one of the worst franchises ever. I don't think nothing could fix their all time record. I'm gonna look it up at some point. I'm gonna post their all time record. In the eighties and nineties, seventies, whenever they started, they was trash. I'm talking niggas is going one and fifteen, two and fourteen every year. Garbage every year. Like they wasn't even winning five, six games. They was terrible every year. The worst of the worst every year. And they f- figured out how to win a ring. The Kansas City Chiefs went a long time as just as just neutral land. No man, but uh what's the what's the word? Uh motherfucking um purgatory. They got a ring. They got a couple rings, and they got one of the best quarterbacks ever. Fresh, fresh to the game. New England went on a 20-year run. Dallas ain't win one in about 25 years, but at least they got one in like 1995. What I'm saying is, is don't become a fan. If you can comfortably in your headspace get out of fandom, do it. If you're watching a sport, you watching something, and you thinking about picking a team, don't fucking do it. Enjoy the game for what it is. If you about to, if you got a football team and you want to switch teams, don't do it. Just don't have a fucking team at all. Throw all the paraphernalia away. Throw the hats away. Throw the throw the if you got a folder, a felt if you're a Falcon fan, after the 28-3 thing, you should have burned everything anyway. Throw it all away. Burn it. Because it's a lot of time, it's a lot of energy, it's a lot of money, and it don't mean shit. Thank y'all for watching or listening. I'm going to put this up on YouTube, podcast, whatever. Don't become a fan. Be smart. You know, I'm enjoying baseball so much right now. Baseball is my favorite sport last two, three years. Because I just get to turn on a game and be like, you know what? I don't even have a problem with them. You think I'm going to turn on the Falcons game? You think I'm going to watch the Falcons? Hell no. You think I'm going to sit there and watch the Saints game? Hell no. You think I'm going to watch a Buccaneers game? Hell no. You think I'm going to watch a Cowboys game? You think I'm going to watch a Patriots game? No. We all hate them to the core. I watch the Lakers to lose. I actively, bro, this is, this is going to sound crazy. If the Lakers are playing, it's a good chance I'm going to bet on the Lakers. Because if the Lakers lose, I still win. That's how bad fandom is. That's how uh, bad I want to make myself feel good. I will bet on the Lakers to win. and if Because they got LeBron, first of all. And if they win, I win money. And if they lose, 
I want spiritually. It's just money. Who cares about money when the Lakers are losing? Thank y'all for listening. Goddamn. I might do a video every day. I'm pissed off just thinking about being a goddamn Panthers fan for this long. I ain't know it was this long. Holla at you, boy. Jesus Christ.